Good morning, my name's Nicola Radkin. Uh, welcome to episode two of my Thinking Energetically podcast. So this episode is about meditation and, you know, what's the big deal, basically. Now, you, I discovered meditation about five years ago. Uh, I was going through one of my really uh, bad wobbles, the last really, really bad one. And, and partly this was um, caused by uh, menopause. And um, the doctor, a lot of people were recommending that I started to look at meditation. Um, I tried to look at it then. I looked at some YouTube videos and, um, you know, you listen to music or you listen to a a guide who takes you through a meditation. And um, you focus on um, a point like a candle or a flat, you know, a flame. Um, And I really tried at that time with meditation, but... I was forcing it. I didn't really understand what I was doing. I didn't understand what it was all about. I felt a little bit ill-informed and I don't think there was as much information around. So I gave up on it. That was about five years ago. So I I kept seeing lots of information online and videos, um, etc. about meditation. And I I kept thinking, you know, over the next couple of years, well, there has to be something to it because why is all this stuff available? It can't just be like a big um, scam, like you just sit there with your eyes closed and um, all of a sudden things are going to be better. You know, I just couldn't get my head around it. Now, this viewpoint that I had... I think is very illustrative of where a lot of people are now. And definitely I have seen this with my clients. So because meditation is something now um, I do every day and I cannot imagine not doing it. And it will be something that will be with me forever. And because I've got so used to it, I do um, recommend it to clients and they are probably at the same point that I was a few years ago. So they will say, well, what actually happens? Do you just sit there and do you just be quiet? And, you know, and I realise that, you know, there's still a lot of people out there. Um, in fact, many more than I anticipated who, um, you know, haven't had a look at meditation yet, don't understand what it is. So I'm just going to give you a little sort of quick update on what I did and and what I think it's all about. And all my views um, are all personal and everyone's journey is absolutely personal and special and and unique and sacred to them. So um, this, you know, may or may not be what other people have found. So. I thought, right, I'm going to talk about meditation. And I went to the to a definition. I went to the sort of the dictionaries, etc., to get a definition. And it's really controversial, actually, as a subject. There's a lot of confusion even in, um, you know, finding a decent definition of it. And a lot of it, a lot of the definitions that I found were um, basically saying it, it, you close your eyes and think on a particular subject, you concentrate on a particular subject. And basically by closing your eyes, you're really able to focus on it more. And I thought, no, that's not it. That isn't it um, from my experience. So, and then I stumbled across um, a definition of transcendental meditation, which was the Maharishi uh, yogi who um, brought this to the um, to the world in the 1950s. Now, his advocates say that it, um, it promotes a state 
of relaxed awareness, stress relief and access to higher states of consciousness, as well as physiological benefits, reducing heart disease and blood pressure. And I thought, actually, that's the best definition that I've come across, uh, because it does promote a state of relaxed awareness, not to we're not necessarily focusing on something. It does promote a state of relaxed awareness um, and it is a an opportunity to relieve stress and it is an opportunity to access higher states of consciousness. So I think that for me was was the best uh, definition. Um, and then if we look at how we do meditation, well, obviously we can sit uh, in quiet contemplation and we can sit or we can lay, you know, we can, we can go into that sort of, um, you know, yoga position to keep our back nice and straight to allow the energy to flow. Um, but also things like walking, uh, writing, um, exercise, Um, And listening to music are all forms of meditation because because the main reason um, that we want to meditate is we want to quieten down the thinking part of our mind. So whatever way we do this, dancing, um, whatever way we do this, whatever we can... use to quieten down the front of the mind and this is the way that I think of it the front of the mind the thinking mind the conscious mind is where all of our thoughts are really you know flying around we're being bombarded with ideas all the time and stimulus from the outside that bit is constantly alive and is our monkey mind I think um, some people call it so When you're suffering with anxiety and stress, burnout, this monkey mind is just going crazy. And um, quieting that down is the key. And, And really, it doesn't matter what method you use to try and quiet it down, within reason, of course. But things like walking. I mean, I go out walking and getting outside and you're getting that natural light and then when that uh, if you've got music on it takes you out of your thinking mind so when you quieten down the thinking mind that is when the 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 other mind the subconscious mind the, the mind that's connected to to everything gets the opportunity to speak to you so sometimes when i'm out walking with my music on i'll get ideas and i'll get inspiration that's a form of meditation. So meditation is, is something that you can do in whatever way you choose. And because everybody's journey is unique and special to them and sacred, it's a case of, you know, working out what works for you. But any way that you can quieten down that thinking mind to open up a channel for the, for the intuitive mind, for the, um, the subconscious mind to speak to you, is a beautiful thing. So writing, writing out, you know, journaling will open up that channel. Um, Yeah, dancing, listening to music, anything like that will help you do that. And when you are really stressed and anxious, sometimes sitting down with your eyes closed is really difficult to do. I know it definitely was for me. Um, And sometimes you are way past that. You know, if you're really, really poorly and you, you know, you, you look, you're on medication or whatever, then 
it's going to be really tough for you to bring yourself down off of a, like a panic disorder with just meditation alone. So that you know, there's a combination of things that that would be um, suitable. But when you do um, get to the point where you are able to sit and you are able to close your eyes and you know, when you close your eyes, again, you're making a decision. You're making a decision to go within. You're making a really important decision to close out that outside world, to close off all of that, all of those senses, and you're going in. And when you go in, that is where the magic happens because um, then you will quieten down that mind. And when you quieten down that mind, you will start, um, listening and hearing uh, and being able to tap in to uh, a wider spectrum, I guess, of um, ideas and consciousness. I mean, it does take some practice, um, but you're tapping into you as a person, your inner you, and this is what um, your inner you wants you to do. It's kind of calling you back. <laughs> so when you go through a crisis of anxiety and depression and you start asking yourself these questions of you know well what is it all about some existential questions what is it all about why do I feel like this and then you meditate and that's exactly what you need to do really because it will call you back you're being called back inside to take a deep look inside to um to work on your own evolution um, there are lots of types of meditation, closing eyes meditation and sitting peacefully. You've got mindfulness meditations, um, transcendental, as I mentioned. You've got loving kindness. You've got guided meditations. You know, there's lots of different ones. And again, it's all about finding one that works for you and not forcing it. So when I first started, I did force it and it didn't work. It's finding one that works for you that you enjoy and feels good and actually you want to do it. And this is what I found, you know, and I only did sort of five or 10 minutes initially at night um, to help me go to sleep. Um, But then you'll start doing it in the morning and maybe during the day. And I mean, now I probably do 10 minutes, three times a day. and I absolutely love it. Uh, If not longer, sometimes quite a bit longer. Um, yeah, and it, and it is a beautiful thing. So in my mind, there's two different ways you meditate. And uh, one is what I call a quiet meditation. And this is where, you know, you are going to sit down, you are going to close your eyes and go within. Um, and you just sort of focus on um, this space in the centre of your head, which is your the third eye. And this is... Um, this is the seat of your resonance, basically. So this is your connection with the resonance of all that is. And when you place your attention there in a very quiet way, you will, th- you know, it, it does feel different. It feels different and it and it feels really very peaceful. And if you quieten your mind down, you will feel more peace than you've ever felt before in your entire life. And, and more. Um... And then there's a creative, med- what I call creative meditation. And creative meditation is, is similar. You're, you know, you'll be quieting down your, your 
your monkey minds and you'll be um, going within with your eyes closed but then you're also envisioning things and this is where I create for my business so this is where I sit and create my ideas and I kind of test them out um, and I you know rather than doing it all on a computer or whatever I actually create from inside my head now and um, this is more of an active um, meditation and you know you're imagining these creations and and it's a it's a skill that we haven't someone like me hasn't used for a very long time and when you start using it it's really powerful so what are the benefits of doing this one you're going to access something really special when you go inside your head and start connecting also um it has a really good physical benefit for you so when you do succeed in actually quieting down your mind um that's going to change your body chemistry completely. Um, and, you know, things like it's going to lower your blood pressure. It's going to relax your nervous system. Um, it's going to relax your anxiety. You're going to be improving your levels of depression and um, you're going to become more optimistic, etc. And And I will, in my practice, yeah, I go deep, you know, quite deep in some of my meditations. And we unlock a lot of this and we release it, as I said, once and for all. So this is going to really improve your mental and physical health. Um, If I wanted to give anyone advice on how to start, one, you know, this is something that I do. I, I, this is part of my program that uh, I bring in meditative visualizations um, to really relax people, and they they quite often fall asleep. And this can be done on online or in a chair. You know, it doesn't make any difference because any of the work actually I do an energetic work. It doesn't matter if you're in the room or not, or you're the other side of the world. It still all works. It's really powerful. Um, so. Because your emotional field is what drives your physical health, then quieting down the emotional field um, is going to help your physical health. And when you quieten down the emotional field and the monkey mind, you are going to improve your focus, improve concentration. Um, and you, you'll go into this more coherent state internally. And I talk a lot about coherence, and I will do a session on that. But when you go into a coherent state, and your heart and your your mind start working together in a in a really really special and coherent way which entrains the rest of your body systems to follow and this can be prompted with meditation and actually some quite straightforward breathing exercises so but you so getting you across the line into meditation sounds really really difficult and actually I think that's the worst part because once you start doing it you like anything, like any of these practices, it becomes easy and you'll enjoy it. So none of it should be hard work. Uh, but, the you know, once you get over that initial, what is that? I don't do that. That's for weirdos. Um, once you get over that and start doing it, you realise the, the, the beauty of it. Um, and you'll probably, like myself, carry on doing it forever when you reap the benefits of it. So... My advice to anyone starting off, um, because I'm going to wrap this up, is um, start with guided meditations. Um, You know, just ones about clearing, clearing emotion, clearing your head, relaxing, guided meditations. And I'll I'll happily recommend um, some very good ones. Um, And then when you, you know, with the guided, it's brilliant. But then you want to go on and start just doing it yourself. 
because that's where the real magic happens. Um, and I, again, I can uh, I can help you with that. Now I'm going to just read something to finish off because I have spoken a little bit longer. Sorry for that. I'm going to just read something from um, Rumi, which is a little poem. Now Rumi was a 13th century poet. I, I believe he was a refugee, an Afghan refugee. Now he wrote this little poem about meditation and this just sums it up for me. So he says, when I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without any pain. From this I understand that what I am, what I want, sorry, also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. There is a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. Now I'm going to thank Vishen Lakiani from Mind Valley for that quote because I was listening to one of his um, seminars yesterday and this quote came up and I just think it's profound. So when I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without any pain. From this I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. There is a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. And that sums it up. So, I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. And um, please like, share, give feedback, recommendations. Please get involved. Um, And we'll speak soon. Thank you very much. You all take care.